We're in the middle of the Maimer, and we were talking about the difference between how an Ashama gives life to a body and the way godliness and Hashem gives life to everything that exists. And the difference is that the way an Ashama gives life to the body, the body overtakes the Ashama. And the Ashama is consumed by the body, as opposed to Hashem. And that's what we're in the middle of talking about. When a person thinks, the, the thought of the person captures the person, so to speak. And it draws the neshama to the place where it is. And it directs the person. That in the place of where the thought is, that's where the person is. And the same thing applies to what the person speaks about and what the person does. The person is overtaken by the thought, by the speech, and by the action. That's where they are at the moment of speech, thought, and action. In the place of the speech, thought, and action. So the the, the levushim, these three things of machshava, dibra ma'isa, overtake the person. About Hashem it says, and Hashem says, your thoughts are not like my thoughts. What's the difference? The difference is that Hashem does not have to, so to speak, be present in His thoughts. And the worlds do not have that effect on Hashem and change or move Hashem in any way. The same way Hashem was one and only before creation. He remains one and only after creation. Because all the worlds and everything that exists has no significance to Hashem, so to speak. And therefore, He doesn't get captured by it. Now, even though, how can you say it's insignificant if He's giving life to it? And He, he gazes and looks at everything that it, that, that exists and is going to exist and existed. Bashkacha pratis with individualized hashkacha, which means care. I'll call darke ish on everything that will occur to a person. Hashem is involved in, knows about, directs. Like it says also that Hashem's eyes are open and aware and knowledgeable about everything that's going on. So how can you say that it, like so to speak, doesn't interest him? It's like it says that before you, everything is open. Everything is revealed. Everything is revealed and known to you. What does it mean, everything is revealed and known? That they become known to him in an automatic way. You can't say that Hashem knows things in the way that a person knows things, which again, as we said about another Mimer as well, that when a person knows something, that knowledge is very effective on the person. It takes over the person. The person is, again, like we said, present in his thoughts. As opposed to Hashem, where things are just known automatically without that active knowledge, that actively trying to know. Because Hashem is so above, infinitely above, anything that happens. And therefore, he, He's not overtaken by it. He's holy and disconnected. Hashem needs to create everything that exists. In other words, Hashem Himself is so much higher than that. 
To understand, what does it mean when we say three times holy? Are we saying the same thing again and again? Or are we saying three levels of holiness? We have two He's in the name Hashem. We have Yud, then a He, then a Vav, then a He. Each one of these letters are not just letters of a name, but each one of them are descriptions of a state of being and a state of existence, a level of reality. The first He of Hashem's name represents the world of thought. The He Ashniya, the second He of Hashem's name, is Bechinas Dibur, is the world of speech. We know that speech is the source of creation, as we spoke about in many Maimarim. That speech means, by definition, that there is something else that exists other than the one talking. So the level of Dibur of Hashem is what's responsible for creating everything that exists. Malachim, Neshamais, Oilamais, Hemshchiavit Maram, Hashem.